Are we live? Are we live? We might be live. Let's see. We are live. Good evening and welcome to Five Day with Jay. I'm your host, J.R. Murdoch. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're doing wonderful. I still need to figure out how to do all these intro stuff. One of these days I'll get it figured out. I also need to go through and charge my camera. I need to start recording and the neighbor's dog starts barking. Eh, these things happen. If you listened to yesterday's episode, watched yesterday's episode, you know we're not going for perfect around here. We're just going for consistency and a little bit of education, a little bit of entertainment. Anyway, today is May 25th, 2021. 24 years ago, the missus and I said, I do, to each other. We got married. Well, it's not feel like it was that that long ago. It's as you get older, the length of time between anniversaries seems to get shorter and shorter. My mom always talked about this when I was younger, and she said, "When you get older, you'll realize that birthdays seem to go by faster and faster." Sure enough, sure enough, they do. Um, anniversaries come by faster and faster. It seemed like when I was younger, a year would take forever to go by. Uh, 2020 was an exception. 2020 took a very long time to go by. But on a whole, it's amazing to me that 24 years have gone by, 24 years of marriage. Um, it's, it's an incredible milestone. Um, I have a lot of friends who never made it that far um, or <laughs> took them two, three tries to get to that point. No shame on anybody who had a failed relationship. No, none at all. But the missus and I, like I said, 24 years, It's it's been an incredible ride. We were together three years prior to that. Um, it's, it's odd to think that Oh, I've been with her over half my life. When I left home and joined the Navy at 18, I honestly had no intention of getting married. I didn't, it wasn't even a thought in the back of my head. Many of my friends did. I, I thought it was great, good for them. That was something that they wanted to do. That I, I was, when I was that young, I was incredibly immature. I knew I was immature and I had no desire to get married. As I got out of the Navy and was in a punk band, I didn't want to get married. I wanted to be in a punk band. I wanted to just enjoy myself. If I wanted to go out and get drunk and then stumble my way home, I didn't want to have to worry about somebody at home. I didn't want to worry about a family. I didn't want to worry about any of that stuff. I Again, I was still very immature at the time when I was a lot younger. As I got a little bit older... That's when uh, the, the band failed, and I decided it was time to get my life on track. I went back to school. I went and got my first degree. I have since gotten a second degree. I wanted to do something else with my life. I still loved music. I enjoyed listening to music, playing music. Well, I got the bases back up. Unfortunately, because of my financial situation, I wound up selling all my gear back then. So I don't have my original bass. I don't have my original amp. I don't have my original drum set I used to have. Um, you know, life throws you curveballs. You swing with it. You change with it. 
But the missus and I got together while I was getting my first degree and we started dating. Wow. Yeah, it was a long time ago. At any rate, like I said, 24 years uh, we've, we've been married. It's been an incredible ride. It's been a great journey. We have had a lot of, as, as any relationship will, a lot of ups and downs. These, these a natural part of a relationship. If everything is perfect 100% of the time, something's not right. Um, you know, we, we have our moments, both good and bad. And every couple does. Every couple will. It's healthy to work things out and work through things. At any rate, this isn't a video about relationships and marriage. Just like I said, very casual anniversary celebration. A lot like last year, just the two of us. Um, I think last year we had uh, my favorite daughter and the boy over here and celebrated with them. But again, very quiet, very subdued evening. We had sushi. I had vegan sushi, a veggie roll, and a... I got two different... A veggie roll and an avocado roll. Still enjoy having sushi, even if I don't eat meat. It was it was nice to have that. Uh, I'm one of the few people that actually enjoys wasabi and knows that the wasabi that you get from a sushi restaurant 90% of the time is going to be horseradish with food coloring, dyed green. Um, so yeah, it still tingles your nose, but it's not necessarily wasabi. I've had real wasabi before, and you can tell the difference between real wasabi and horseradish. I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up eating horseradish. When when I would have a ham sandwich, it would be mayo, horseradish, and ham. That was ham sandwich. Sometimes a slice of American cheese, but mostly it was just ham, mayo, and horseradish. Um, I grew up in Minnesota. It's the, the way it was. And the ham was normally a cooked ham that was cold, and you had a cold ham sandwich. You just hack yourself off a slice, throw it on the bread, go to town. That was a sandwich. At any rate, one of the things I wanted to talk about that I think a lot of writers enjoy doing with their books, and a prime example is T. Morris and Pip Ballantyne, who recently celebrated the 10th anniversary of their book, uh, the Books and Bronze book. Um, books and Brawn. I need to go look up what all the series was. Um, but it was Books and Bronze. I believe it was Phoenix Rising. That might have been the second one. I could be very wrong about that. Anyway. They celebrated the anniversary of their book, 10th anniversary. Brandon Sanderson celebrated the, I believe it was the 30th anniversary of one of his books and had a Kickstarter campaign for doing a hardcover version, a limited edition. Did incredible with that. I, th I think that's, that's great. I really need to go back and look at all of the dates of the books that I've published because I honestly don't recall. Some of them were published well over 10 years ago. Um, I believe, no, no, might be 2013 when I first started. Again, I'll have to go check. I think 2012 was Estelle and 2013 was V&A Shipping and a couple of others. Again, that's one of the things with my writing that I've made mistakes with is not releasing on a schedule and not keeping track of when things drop and when they've been released. V&A shipping has had a very sordid past 
when it comes to quality of the manuscript and covers. It's had two two covers that were done by me originally that were terrible. One cover that I had done by a friend of mine who wrote the Road to Kataishi in a 3D modeling software. I had another cover that was done by Starla Hutchton. And then I did the recent iteration of the covers that are out there now. Hey, you know, Venus Shipping 2 only had two covers. One that was done by Starla, one that was done by me. Paradise Palms has had a couple of different covers. Again, it's... Once I learned how to do book covers to make them what I wanted them to be, I'm happier with my covers now and I have no intent or desire to change them. They are what they are now at this point and I'm going to leave them alone. Much like the books, like I said, unless somebody comes across with something that's an absolute glaring typo or a glaring mistake in the book, I'm not going to go back and correct my, my older manuscripts. They're written. They're done. I'm moving on. I'm moving forward. I did some more writing in GRPC2 last night. Mr. Plested got me the chapter two of Jack Kane. As soon as I'm done recording this and I get it uploaded, I'm going to go start writing in Jack Kane. I'm going to write chapter three. Progress. Moving along. Getting things done. It's exciting. It's neat to see this stuff done. Tomorrow, I will post a link in the show notes. When this goes live, I'll post a link on the blog as well. If you're following me on Amazon, you will see that I'll have a new short story coming out tomorrow. 10101101 for president. It, it's it, If you read the title, you can probably guess what it's about. Um, it's a rather straightforward story, and it is a political story in nature. No, No real theology behind it it's just it's a story the intent of that story i wanted to write a series of short stories about that character thrice i believe was the character's name in that story i had an intention of writing either a series of short stories or a series of novellas if not a series of books about the character because the character is half man half android which is why he's running for president because he doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't suffer from disease. He doesn't suffer from anything, anything of that sort. He doesn't suffer from outbursts of emotion and he points to his opponent and allows his opponent to be his opponent and make those mistakes and make those outbursts, basically making his point for him. That's kind of the gist of the story. But I wanted to continue on with this story. What what does he do? Does he win the presidency? If he does, what does he do to carry on? What kind of laws would he work on getting passed that would benefit himself, being that he's the only member of his race, species, his existence? He's the only one of his kind. My whole desire to run with that was to have him create not necessarily clones of himself, but alternate beings that were like him beings that could survive in the harshness of space on other planets without the need for life support. He could pitch it as all of these beings are me, but 
they're able to survive in these harsh environments. We could begin exploring these other planets with intelligent beings that don't require life support. They don't require food, fuel, anything. They can just go off. They don't require sleep. They don't require heat. They could just go explore and they're still intelligent creatures who can make decisions on the fly as things are happening. They don't have to have commands. It's They're not rovers. But there was not necessarily a darker side, but there was a point in the story where I wanted to twist things a little bit, where on these planets, out of sight from prying eyes, our president could engage these beings to begin building plants to manufacture more beings like them and allow those beings to spread throughout the solar system and beyond, basically creating a, a superior race that would lay the groundwork for mankind to move into the solar system and the universe. And of course, there would be the complete polar opposite of people who are like, wait, something's wrong. This shouldn't be happening. Who don't want this to be happening. They feel it's unnatural and it's being pushed in a direction that they don't think that mankind needs to move into, that humans belong on earth or they need to move at their own pace. And they feel that these artificial beings are moving things at an artificial pace for artificial means. And that's not good. But by the time he's building replicates of himself on other planets, as I said, outside, there's no stopping what he's doing. He's, he's moving on and advancing. It's one of the series I need to read are the one book. I, I need to get the titles of these books and I should have had this beforehand, but it's blues, the Baba verse where everybody's there's, clones of Bob everywhere. And these clones split off and have their own story to tell. And sometimes these clones meet up and they share the experiences that they've had when they were separate. I, I thought that was a fascinating idea. And it could be very something very similar to what I could do with, with my character, Thrice. Again, it's a short story. It was intended for grander things. I just never continued on with it. I, I wrote it and moved on. I moved on to another story, but it's one of those that always, you know, stayed in the back of my head. Speaking of stories that stick in the back of your head, one thing I remember, I believe it was Mike Stackpole had said, don't write down story ideas. If it's a good story idea, it'll stick in the back of your mind. It'll stay there. You won't have to refer to a list of stories you'll be able to come to that that story naturally and say hey this was a good story i should explore that further i've taken that to heart to a degree i have written some story ideas down and i have a list of story ideas but over time most of the stories that i've written are ones that just they, they stick with me again they're, they're just right there in the back of my head i i can't get them out unless i write them Speaking of writing, I think we've talked long enough this evening. I'm going to get this uploaded. Go write some words in Jack Kane book three. I want to thank you for joining me. This has been Five a Day with Jay. I've been Jay. You've been awesome.